day 27 quarantined in the house Shady, I'm, uh, day 30 i'm losing signs of hope i forgot what we used to do before all this corona stuff yeah i left my house today and then i went back inside <laughs> i left my house i feel like i caught corona <laughs> <clears throat> all jokes all jokes shout out to anyone that hopefully no one catches that man hopefully everyone feels better if they do have it because this shit is wild but it's one of the many topics that will make you ask yourself is this real life is this real life yeah you got it welcome back everybody uh my name is rami or better known as my internet identity rami view my co-host for the day. Shady. Aftermath. Underscore. Shady. Underscore. Shady underscore aftermath. And Rami View is our socials. Follow us. Look, we going to jump right into this, okay? Shady and I were having a conversation right now because we were waiting for a certain game to come back to English. And we had it. We started talking about some deep shit. And I was like, fuck it. Let's film it and put it on the podcast. This is real life. We got to do it. So I'm just going to jump into what we were talking about. And y'all just have to, y'all just got to figure out the context. I'm sorry. I'm not explaining it. <laughs> but you'll get it right away. Essentially, we were talking about how we would raise our kids in childhood experiences. Anyway, so back to what I was saying. <laughs> like, our parents. When, um, like when our parents were raising us, they had like no chill. It was just like zero. And then it was straight like yelling and not yelling. Like, I don't want anyone to think yelling like, wait, wait, let's, let's take it. Let's take it a step further. Let's take, let's take it back to how all this started. Okay. You remember? Um, we're saying like, uh, about like smoking weed or fucking bringing girls over to the house or something. Yeah. I had asked shoddy, like, is it interesting to think about how one day we're going to have to talk to our kids um, when they're in high school and explain to them certain things like, like let's just say like the sex talk what we're talking about right now, like, like bringing uh, boys and girls back to the house and how like with us, um, we're, we're, we're considered first generation, aren't we or no? Yeah. Cause we were yeah, born here. So we're yeah. first generation here, like from our families, the rest of our families live overseas. Like we're first generation here. Um, and middle Eastern as well. Shout out. Uh, and there's a lot of things our parents did not discuss with us that like normal people may go through. Um, like there's no sex talk in, in, in the Middle Eastern household. Like no, no dad is coming up to you saying like, Hey, we need to have the sex talk and see what, like, it's just like, they kind of tell me if I'm wrong, Shadi, but it's almost like they just expect you to know, don't do this. <laughs> you know, it's like, even though you want to so bad. <laughs> and I think that, and I think that's like from the typical Middle Eastern family is just gonna say no boys no girls mm-hmm. don't talk to wives don't talk to girls you know it was like not to that extremity but like you know the, they don't want you having like any kind of like relationship where you're fondling each other or anything like that you yeah, know yeah, yeah. at least till like later on and then and then the part of it is like when you tell people like don't do something what are they gonna do they're gonna do it they're gonna, they're gonna get more gravitated yeah. for oh, yeah, like, you know yeah so like I, I don't agree with that like you know like for anybody listening out there like that doesn't know i got like a five-year-old little girl you know so it's like i was telling rami like you know like parenting methods like you know especially with a girl is very very different than a boy right like mm-hmm. your boy is like your little man like he's he's your he's your twin right yeah a girl's more like delicate more precious i feel like you know and especially like for me it's, it's very different you know like uh so like you can like you. You're a guy, so you know another. You know the, a man's game. You know, yeah, so yeah, hundred percent, yeah. 
So I was just saying, like, my parenting style is just, like, all about educating and explaining why, you know? Because mm. you don't want to tell them, like, no, don't do this. Then they're going to be like, okay, I'm just going to do it and find out why. You know, you <laughs> exactly, tell them. yeah. And I just want, to, like, you know, like, you ever you ever been in a situation where you're fucked, but you don't want to tell your parents nothing? Oh, my God, bro. Because if you tell them, it'll be, like, even worse, Yeah, bro. it's like it's like you're in trouble. Like, you need help. Like, you physically need help with something, right? Whatever it may be. But you just know that the second you say something to your parents, it's going to ask. Like, it, it's like you're already getting shit from the situation that's going on. And it's like you know if you tell them, like, they're just going to harp on you even more. And it just, I, yeah, bro, I, I know that feeling all too well. And, like, that's, I think I know where you're going with this, too. That's something you're trying to avoid, right? Yeah, yeah, man. Like, I just, like, I don't want to tell her, like, at the, at the same time, she's human, bro. Like, I'm human, right? Like, she's going to have desires. I'm going to have desires, you mm-hmm. know? And and I, especially, like, like we're still, let's talk about teenage age. Like, you know, mm-hmm. you're just full of hormones, bro. Like, you don't know what you want. You don't understand your feelings, bro. Like, you don't understand nothing, man. That's true. You know? So you just got to tell her, like, nobody understands their feelings right now, and that's fine. Like, nobody, like, no one, it's, it's until just recently, I feel like it just became, like, manly to talk about your feelings or anything like that right yeah that's true i would say that it's become a little bit more um it's almost like if you're not willing to be open and speak about like it's it's a sign of maturity like i think to me when someone's able to sit down and talk about their feelings with either like their kids or with their friends or their family that's a sign of like they're getting older and they're starting to see life in a different way than they were when they were kids yeah that's that's that, that's how I feel like you gotta you, you gotta just t- tell them like what it is you know like I made a lot of mistakes you know mm-hmm. and I feel like you know I learned from them so like that's it and, and it's like you know I, I've been a boy trying to spit game at these females and all that shit so it's like I know the game I know the fucking game you know yeah. so it's like if you educate her and tell her like hey let's look out for this they're they don't really want you for you like they're just trying to like you know do this and get this hormone and get this feeling out the way so that yeah. they can go on like, and bro and, like it, it, but you're it, it's it really does like we said i think it comes down you hit on the nail when you said like it comes down to communication but it also comes down to also it's a, i think it's a lot of life experiences and like the experiences that you have gone through in your life have made you understand that like you need to have a very open communication highway with your with your kid because you know you know the outcome if you don't like you know how it is to like be scared to tell your parents if you fucked up or like you did something wrong or like you know how it is to like having to keep something from them you know and it doesn't have to be anything from them like bro like i used to think of like how like i i knew like we both knew people who like if they kissed a girl that they've been crushing over they would go home and tell their parents bro and their parents would like be you know like oh hell yeah that's you know what i mean like it's such a bizarre way of thinking how like man like I, i girls would text me and I would have to, like, hide my phone from my parents. Like, oh, no, 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 I'm good right here. Like, I had, like, yeah. two girls that were allowed to call my house uh, in high school. And that was literally, like, two two girls that I grew up with since I was two years old. And we're still friends to this day. They were the only two girls that ever called my house in high school. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, like, it, so it's it's wild to think about that. But, like, man, if I had, if I could go back, if I could go back, and I've had this conversation, like, with my parents before, like, and open up that that door to where like the communication is is, is both ways. I swear, bro. I, I think about it all the time. Like, where would I be? Not where would I be, but how different of the, like, how many bad experiences I could have avoided in life if I was able to address the the general, like, questioning of that of that thing I wanted to do. You feel me? Yeah, like I was saying, like for example, um. Like bringing girls over and stuff like instead of hanging out in the streets and cars and 
doing whatever, like, you know, just if I could have just been at the house just doing that, like, it would have... It would make this quarantine thing easy. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, even like back in back in the day, bro, like being able to bring being able to bring people to the house, like it would have been so easy, bro, because we wouldn't have been on the street as much. We wouldn't have been out. We would have had less time to 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 fuck around. Um, if if we had the audacity to bring them to the house, I'm pretty sure it wouldn't have just been a random. Because, you know, at a certain point, like, we still respect our parents. So I don't think we would just continue to bring these random chicks into the house. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. Nah, it nah. it would have built something a little bit. I think it would have built something better and a better communication with our parents to where like now later in life where like something like this is so normal it would have been normal a long time ago which it, it should have been like we had said it to before like with our kids like if we have our kids like it would be more like um like i would tell them like yo like bring people to the house i don't i don't care but like there just be rules like you just gotta set guidelines and be open about why you have those guidelines like remember when we we're talking about like um <clears throat> like 16 year olds talking on the phone like after like 2 a.m or something yeah, 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 and i was yeah. like and i was like i would just t- i'll just tell you to tell that kid like hey just fucking focus on the bread and shit and the, and the chicken yeah like because because okay so it's like you know as a young dude like i'm sure like if we knew the world was going to be the way it is today and stuff like that knowing just what we know now in yeah. general bro if we knew what we knew back then like we would have started our grinding and hustling and working and everything a lot earlier even yeah. though we started pretty early even though we started yeah, early, yeah. but we would have started like a lot like took it more serious, but we were right? also also bro like uh, not having that knowledge because we weren't able to ask like it t- we were street kids but not in the term like like we was on the street was good no i don't mean it like that i mean like like any ask anybody we went to high school with that that knew us and they knew us as the mall kids yeah, because like it, the regulations that we had with our parents, man, it was so it was so tough sometimes that like the only place we had to like to get some like release was like, hey, are right, we going to the mall? All right, cool. Go to the mall. Like It was like that was like the only place where like we just got no back and forth about, man. I used to get back and forth to go to Barnes and Nobles on Sundays, bro. I remember they'd be like, why do you want to go on Sundays? You have school. I'm like, mom, we're all going yeah. to do homework. No, Dude. you're going to. <laughs> anybody who's you don't middle, need to do it. Yeah, anybody <laughs> no, they didn't say that. Anybody who's Middle Eastern should know this phrase. You're just out there farting around. Like I fucking bro, <laughs> like, like I don't know how many times, man, I've heard my parents tell me you're just out there farting around. I'm like, Mom, I'm not farting around. Like <laughs> but, I'm shitting around. <laughs> but it's like like I it we, we couldn't do anything at the house. Like every time we tried to, it was like, oh, it can only be like guys. So anytime it was a mixed group. No, and I wish I I wish I had that communication with my parents. I could have been like, "Yo, like, what's the big deal if I bring a girl to the house?" But it's like for some reason it's just like saying that, um, saying that it just I don't know, man. It just I feel like it it couldn't have gone well in like the type of environment we grew up in. It it just wasn't flying, bro. And then that's that's what I'm saying, like because we couldn't like focus on that at home, so like we had to go out of our way for like so yeah. much like you know like going going to talk to this girl going out to go see some friends or going out to eat whatever just doing all this extra stuff just to do some simple stuff and then uh, like so you're looking at things from like a few different lenses you're looking at it from like the muslim lens you're looking at it from the arab lens you're looking at it from the american lens yeah. you're looking at it from your parents lens you're looking at it from your own you know and truth is somewhere in between man you know yeah Check this out. I'm going to tell you guys a story right now from my childhood, all right? Not childhood. I'm not childhood, but you know, like a young adult, okay? So as a young adult, me and my friends, my friends, allegedly, this is all allegedly, by the way. I don't know what's, you know, allegedly. We <laughs> went on a little bit of an egging spree, allegedly. Um, and we were egging cars. Oh, my God. Um, 
So uh, we did this for weeks, and it was it. The, I think the reason why it stuck in our group of friends was because it was the first time I think out of high school where like we truly felt we were literally like rebelling against our parents. Like we were doing something that we knew every single person in our group's parents would have been like, "You're a fucking moron." I'm pretty sure every parent would have said that, but we just. I'm pretty sure there are some of our friends that were in high school that went egging with us allegedly and like their parents had probably gone egging. You feel me? So like their parents would have been mad at them, but it would have been like, we did it too. So kind of like, all right, but our parents, no. So we did. And I mean like, man, the, we just, let's just say like, man, we did a lot. It was a lot. Allegedly. A lot of allegations. Here. Um, so anyway, after about two months of, of these activities, um, my mom called. I'm at the mall with one of our one of our mutual friends, um, and uh, I'm at the mall with him, and we're just walking around. And my mom calls me. It's like four or five o'clock. I think it was like a Saturday. Um, usually we met up around Saturday nights, um, uh, and it was like four o'clock on a Saturday. Uh, and it was. She calls me and she's like, "Hey, come meet me at the mall." I'm like, "Outside the mall." So I go meet her, me and my homie. We hop in the car and she's driving us around, right? Sick. And she says, have you been egging cars? And I'm like, what are you talking about? And she's like, have you been egging cars? I We just heard you're egging cars. And let me remind everybody, our group of friends that we have, like we all have known each other since we were like kids. I mean like kids, kids, like like some in diapers and some right after diapers were left the building. Like, like it was 20 years. Like 20 tw- years. Oh, easy 20 years. Like 25, some like 20. Yeah, almost 25 for some of us now. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. know? So, like, we all grew up together. So, like, when one of us got caught for something, we all did. Everybody fucking knew. Like, it was, it was a fuck. Everybody got caught up. Like, it doesn't matter. So, when my mom said that, I was like, fuck, I'm denying, I'm denying, I'm denying. And this is what, this is the whole point of the story. She's dropping us back at the mall, and she says this. She says, you know how hard people have to work to have cars? Like, do you understand, like, how hard? Do you know how hard it is? Like, do you think it's easy for your dad to wake up every morning and go to work to to make sure you have a car? To make sure I have a car, your sister has a car, he has a car, we have a house, you have clothes. You have, do you know how hard it is for people to do that? So imagine when you actually pay for your own shit and you wake up and there's eggs on it. And she fucking oh closes, the, she closes the door, bro, and takes off. And my homie looks at me and he was just like, damn and i'm like bro i i felt like and i stopped doing it after that no, I, didn't, I didn't do it anymore after that, i was like no nah, i'm good like i would just like sit in the car but i wouldn't do it <laughs> like i'm yeah. like i'm not doing it you know because that it, it it really it really fucking hit home and it really made me realize like oh shit like i'm really not thinking about this through like i'm just having fun but that's what i mean by like and i know this is this is crazy but the kind of relationship i want with my kids would be where if my kid were to go egging once i want them to come home and be like yo so i went egging today and like for them to understand that like i'm never going to get mad at you if you tell me something i'm only going to be concerned for your safety it's never going to be out of anger you feel me yeah like that's what i'm thing. not cool with that shit though yeah, yeah, yeah. but that's so what, i'm not going to blow up on you yeah exactly i'm not going to blow up on you but like i'm more concerned about your safety and your well-being than what you did like what you did we'll talk about and it's going to be in the same but like any any repercussions that happen from it, like it's gonna come more from me being worried about your well being. And I wish I could have had that situation with my parents, where I went home and I'm like, oh, I tried egging today, and my parents could have told me from day one, like, yo, what are you doing? Like, why are you doing that shit? You know, and it would have just like I think on my soul, it would have made me feel better if it would have stopped me right away, versus knowing like, fuck, dude, like allegedly we fucked a lot of people over. Bro, you know what? Like, of all the crazy shit that we did, you know what really fucked me over is the times that, like, we got away with it. 
Yeah, man. That shit would kill me, bro. <laughs> like, bro. Shit, like, I was like, yo. Just, I was like, just take oh. me to jail. Like, you know, like, I be here right yeah, now. Yeah, you know? man. There's it's, some... it's wild. Yeah, it's wild S- stuff, bro. Some things, man, that we would do and we would get. We had a very interesting, like, that. that's the reason why we even talk, like, we, we talk about this, especially even when I wanted to record it, is because, like, the way we grew up was, like, there's stories I tell people and, like, they literally look at me like, wait, what? You did that? Like, you experienced that? Like, you did this? And then they just be looking at me like they're so surprised. Like, they had no idea. But people don't really realize. Shout out to Palmdale, California, man. Like, I, I would never <laughs> trade I would never trade growing up than Palmdale because Palmdale taught me something. I can't put my finger on it, what exactly it is. But there's something, <laughs> there's something that when people are from Palmdale, they have inside of them. Like, there's just something. There's a little bit of, like, a ruggedness to them. Because like, they just, Palmdale, man, is such a small city. But, man, it operates like a big fucking city. It does. It does. It's like a. It says like a few cities inside of it. Yeah, you know? man. It's it's very very different and like and and just something as simple as 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 egging, bro. It's just like something that. It, oh man, like there's so many so many situations like that that we've been in where it's just been like, oh fuck. It, it comes. <laughs> it comes down to what you said. Like you know, there's some people that you know for like 20 years, 25 years, bro. Like me and you've known each other since we're like four four years four old. Four years old, yeah, bro. Yeah. Crazy. We've been yeah. So like that's it. We're 29 now, you know. So yeah. There's some perspective for everybody out there. Like, um, a lot of people can't say that, right? So no, the one yeah. thing that I feel like, and and there ain't shit to do out in Palmdale, right? <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> that there ain't shit to do. There ain't but shit to do. It's not about what what you know. Or what to do is about who you know. Yeah. If you know the right people and shit, like that's what it is. It's the camaraderie, bro. Yeah. Like, like we, like we would just, like we're hanging out with each other. Like we'll be hanging out with each other for so long. It's like we gotta come up with something to do, even yeah. though we, in reality, like you said, <clears throat> we're going to the mall. We weren't doing too much shit. Like we'll just be sitting in the room, chilling, you know, hanging out, laughing at some shit, clowning, yeah. whatever. Sending Best know. Buy, like, like you could send in Best Buy watching <laughs> Iron Man while we're fasting. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like, like that's Wando for you. But man, like memories, bro. Like, like fucking. But you know what's funny is like when people come to visit. It's like my cousin came from Dubai and shit. Shout out my cousin. Mm-hmm. You watching this one day, uh, you know, he came out from Dubai, bro. And then he was like, man, I, he's like, I just love how calm it is out here. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he's like, remind me of Jordan. You know, I was like, yeah, bro, it's super chill. Like you could just do whatever, like, you know? Yeah. Pondo is, 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 is different. Do you notice uh, is, is off topic, but this is how we run in these podcasts. Like, just go, <laughs> like, like, bro, you know what I thought about? Like, so, uh, back again, same, same thing we're talking about, like back in the day. Um, so I, we would have like parties, right? And, and mm-hmm. sometimes the parties were thrown by, by like, the, our, our crew. So, like, the Middle Eastern boys. Like, one of the 150 guys that were all in the same friend group, somehow, <laughs> some way, we all fucked with each other. It was crazy. Like, we all knew each other. But, like, we all didn't kick. We all had, like, subgroups inside of those groups. But, like, every time we all got together, it was, like, the most memorable days. You know, when yeah. we all got there? That, and, was like, the, that was the beauty of it. Yeah. And, like, this is crazy, though. So, I would go to parties that, like, our group would, would throw. And I would show up. And I'm going to keep it 100. Um, there's been like one or two that were fucking cracking, like crack. I walked in, I was like, damn, like what the fuck is going on? Yeah. Here? But most of them were just a bunch of people sitting on the floor, smoking weed and passing on the one or two bottles of alcohol they could find because we were underage at the time. <laughs> so then what happened was, was fast forward to the next party I go to. I'm chilling with one of my homies, right? And it's like 1130. We had just got out of a movie. We didn't know what we we're going to do. We're driving at this point, like, and we're both work, like we're, we're both working. So. We didn't really have to be home at a certain time. 
one of the girls, one of my coworkers calls me. She's like, hey, we're having a party, blah, blah. Like, come through. Um, you know, this is the address. I'm like, all right, cool. You know where he's next to, bro? Like, I don't know if I don't know if your uncle still lives there, but like those castle houses. Castle house. You know, like your uncle, your uncle lived there, and like some of the houses had like that castle at the front, like the little like round like sphere that would go up next to next to the high school, but on the other side, the new houses that were oh, built. Oh, 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 by by Highland. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. It was it was literally like right when you make that right turn to get into the neighborhood, it was a house on the left side, right? Uh huh. Uh-huh. Um. So we go, and I go to this party. And you have to remember, every party I've been to before that has only been thrown by my homies. So I'm expecting to walk into that. Okay, my voice cracked. I'm expecting to walk into that. Okay, we open we open the door. The coworker that called me is in a bikini, and she's like like wet, but not like water wet. It's like it's like weird Whoa. wet, like oil wet. Like, so she hops, she jumps on my homie because she was craving my homie. That's that's how I told her. I was like, you were craving him. She literally hops on him, and they just start like she just attacks that fool. I don't know what the fuck happened, right? I walk in, I walk in, and I look to my left, and I see a bunch of dudes just smoking and drinking, and like girls that are like almost like it almost looked like the dudes were in like circles like to themselves, and the girls were on the outside of the circles, and they were just dancing with each other, right? And uh-huh. then I look to my right, and there's four dudes, right? Two of them tall as fuck. The other two are, like, just normal. And then there's three girls wrestling in a fucking kiddie pool of oil, of, like, of ma- massage oil. And that's that's, that's what Homegirl was on. And I was, like, that's what? Wild. I was like, what the fuck? And I'm, like, sitting there thinking, I was like, yo, these are the type of motherfucking parties that people throw? I'm so used to fucking just sitting there with, like, the rate, the men, the guy to girl ratio was like ten to one. <laughs> like it was, oh yeah, and it's like the one that yeah. you brought, you know. And the one you brought, everybody turns into Kevin Hart and Chris Rock, so it's like <laughs> you, can't, you can't do nothing. And then I see this, I'm like, yo. And then look, bro, this is the crazy part. I walk in, and I was single at the time, so I walk in. I'm thinking like, all right, I'm, I'm gonna get some. I'm gonna talk to some females. I'm gonna talk to some females. And then one of my one of the girls I used to talk to, I don't even want to call her ex, but she was a little little bit intense. Like fucking grabbed me, took me outside, bro, and was like like had a mental breakdown in front of me basically like was crying like i want you back blah blah blah. my other homie was in the car like making out with the other girl to the point where he had to push her off and like literally had to come save me because he saw me just sitting there like bro i'm about to like like i just want to run away right now (laughs) yeah but it's just like back to that that man but it's crazy to see like the difference of that like i was like damn like this is like like this is the type of shit that you see on like tv like people actually party this way and that's when like i started going to like different parties and i started realizing like yo like that's crazy like parties or like when you went out in high school like depending on the experience you had like it was way different oh yeah bro oh yeah like honestly like we were we were mischievous but we're not oh bad. yeah no, yeah we're that's, mischievous that's, that's but we're not bad you know like we we did a we ditched we did our shit <laughs> we fucked bitches we fucking got money we mm-hmm. you know we we defied we we did our parties we fucked around with a few like you know recreational things here and there yeah. you know underage but you know like yeah, just... we, we didn't get really too extravagant with it like we we're never <laughs> like we drank and shit we never like got we too got too drunk you never like yeah. one 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 st- i know i'm telling a lot of stories but shot is i know shot is gonna chime in on this one because he i know i know he remember i'm so confident he remembers this and i'd be shocked if he doesn't remember this oh so, my god <laughs> one of the very first times i ever smoked weed with shoddy <laughs> <laughs> We were we were outside of the, of school and we were driving right, uh-huh. and we we're all hitting we we're all hitting. Um, I forgot what it was, man. I don't know if you had rolled something. Was it was it the gravity bomb? No, 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 no. This no, no. This was like uh, this is the McDonald's story. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
With everybody. 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 That's what it was. Yeah. We literally had like 15 people. It had like at least 10. At least Every, 10. At least Yo, 10. we had we had some of like our extended homies. I'm going to call them. We had some of our extended homies, ladies that hopped in with us that we didn't even know they were about that life. <laughs> you remember that bro, shit? That shit was wild. <laughs> yeah. Like, like that two smoke. Cars. Bro, two cars deep and we're rotating. I don't even know how many joints got rotated, bro, but it's a fat, like a fat smoke session. Like anybody that, that like that smoke weed back in the day or even smokes weed now, it's one of those smoke sessions that you dream about because you're with all your homies. Everyone's gigantic everyone's on a good vibe right oh that shit was so sick so we, that we, shit was so sick. we smoke and afterwards everyone like clockwork get in the car everyone's fucking giggling and one person says it and it fucking catches fire i'm hungry <laughs> <laughs> right and somebody says that shit it catches fire where are we gonna go let's go to mcdonald's mcdonald's all right, all right i'm gonna let shoddy tell the rest from here because i know he knows <laughs> Like guys, I, everyone that knows me, like no, I like to eat, man. You know, but Rami got me, like he, he showed me the way that day. Like I'm lit, and I'm seeing this. Like, okay, so I, what did we order? Like we ordered like some burgers. We ordered nuggets, nuggets fries, fries, yeah, uh, Sundays. Me bro. and you, me and you both ordered. I think the same thing, but it was enough to feed both of us if we just ordered one of what we got. <laughs> like, yeah, bro, like, it was it was stupid. It was so yeah, stupid. Yeah, it was so I'm, dumb. I'm I'm like I'm eating this shit like a pig, yeah. and I'm thinking like I'm like you know like I'm down in it. Like I'm getting through the meal. Like cool, and I'm like I'm checking up. Like I'm looking at my boy Rami. Okay, my guy got like five sauces out. <laughs> he got barbecue, got tartar sauce, got ranch, got ketchup, mayonnaise, mustard. And they're all like, lined up. All in a line, very perfect OCD-like fashion. He got nug- He got the nuggets right. I think it was the burger, though. I think I think you were holding the burger. I think you were dipping the burger. Yeah, I think it was like, dipping the burger the barbecue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you did. And then, and then after that, like... You, you took it out and then you dipped it in there. I was like, yo, bro, I was like, that shit looks fire. <laughs> I know it sounds, I know it sounds like petty, but y'all have to really like any anybody who's laughing right now has been in that situation where like you're just that so you're that high with your homie where you just oh. notice some groundbreaking shit. <laughs> like you're like, oh shit. F- f- funny, funny weed eating moment right here. Okay. <laughs> My homie is older than me, okay? And he's He's like in his tw- he's like twenty something, like twenty five plus. And back then we were, what? Ah, oh, bro. If he's twenty five, I'm at least twenty one. Twenty one, okay. At least twenty one. Okay, so he's like four years older, right? Yeah. Dude's been smoking, does like everything his mom knows, like you know whatever. And then like, but like I guess like this guy's been smoking and shit, you know, and he's been coming home like late. So his parents like like be chilling. You know how Arab parents like wait for you come home and shit, right? <laughs> yeah, they stay up. Yeah. So then like this fool come home and he's talking to him and shit. And then like like one day his mom calls me like, yo, I'm concerned about my son. He's coming home and he's been make- mixing cereals. <laughs> <laughs> yo. I swear to God, bro. I swear to God. It's like a it's like a phone call. It's like between it's like me, him, and my uncle. <laughs> His mom told my uncle, she's like, yeah, he's been coming home and he's just been mixing all these times. I'm like, everyone does that, though. I was like, that's good. I was like, you know, I was like, I don't think like, but I'm just like laughing, you know, because it's like he's an old ass man mixing cereals, getting blamed for smoking <laughs> weed. And I'm like, come on. man. <laughs> oh, my God, bro. 
that's that Middle East shit, like Middle you know. Middle East shit, bro, bro. But, oh, but but but, but look, this, this, uh, let me get this off, like real quick. Mm. I know you're gonna, I know you're gonna kick. Yeah, I told you this a long time ago, and I want to see if you. So like, re- remember when I said earlier, like there ain't shit to do in Palmdale, hundred percent, right? Yeah. But do you remember the four M's? The four M's. Yeah, I told you this a long time ago. I'm oh. Like there's only the, there's the four M's of of Palmdale. Marie let, me, let me give them to you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's the fifth one that's the fifth one that's the fifth one okay. now there's five now there's five yeah yeah there's mall there's, there's mall okay mall okay mall there's oh my god movies okay okay mall movies um mall. i know you're gonna get these other two i know you're on a roll right now Ma- mulligans no no oh Ooh. that's the, that could be the that could be the sixth one that could be the sixth one oh, the five uh, mall movies yeah. Wait, Sunday school. Oh, the the mosque. Okay. <laughs> the masjid, yeah, the masjid. Oh, for sure, the masjid was popping, bro. We got. And then stories. what we we're just talking about right now. Mary McDonald's. Jane. Oh, Mary Jane. <laughs> Weed, Mary Jane. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so those like, were the four the M's. Yeah. Movies, masjid. Ma- uh, mall mosque, movies, mosque, masjid, and marijuana. marijuana. You know, that's, that's all. That's all the fuck there was to do. That's true. You know? And I wasn't that's... like back then. I wasn't. Um, a heavy, uh, like a smoker of weed. I would do it like occasionally. Like, and I don't even want, actually, I don't even want to say occasionally. Like I would do it like randomly. Yeah, it was it, random. It, it was, was random. super random. Like it was never like I planned it. It would just be like, I'll be sitting in the car. I'm like, man, pass that shit. Like, <laughs> that's, that's why, like, and then it was like, cause like when you, when, cause when you said like, yeah, I'm done. Oh, okay. Like it's going to yeah. be a, a dope session. Yo, you know? we, we had a session once with our buddy. Uh, one of our friends took, we went to his house and in his garage I still can't. Be- I still think to this day, like I can't believe that we did it at this friend's house, where he's at in life right now, and like what he's doing with like his family and stuff. Like it's crazy to think at one time this is what we were doing. Like you know what I mean? Like it's fucking bizarre to think about. Like I could tell that kid, like yo, I used to smoke tree with your dad in his garage. Like you know, like, like, <laughs> but like look. So we go to his house and he pulls out a. It's a he pulls out a, a vaporizer, right? It was gravity a, a bong. gravity bong and a vaporizer. So I'm new to smoking. I'm like fuck it, dude. So I hit the I hit the fucking um the gravity bong. I didn't know gravity, and it's not like no like official gravity bong. It's like a fucking uh, bottle of squirt cut in half. Like you know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I take a full load off the gravity wong and then he has a vaporizer and we're just we're fucking smoking the vaporizer like crazy we shot in our feeling shit and I remember he kept telling us like it's gonna hit you later like don't worry it's gonna hit you later I'm like yeah right <laughs> yeah right whatever we leave we get in Shadi's car because Shadi's driving. Shadi turns on the car. He hits the left on the road. We start driving. All of a sudden, we fucking hear sirens, bro. Shadi and I both look, what the? Oh, hell no. We get fucking paranoid. Like, we're like, fuck, we about to get pulled over. I think you had some tree in the car, allegedly. Yeah. And like, it was like, <laughs> like. It was just getting worse. It was just getting worse. worse. It was getting, we're like, fuck, fuck, fuck. We're the cops. So then Shadi looks. He's like, wait. I don't see no cop behind me. I'm like, bro, I hear the fucking sirens, bro. What are you talking about? <laughs> this is how you knew. This is how you knew. Like we did one of the five M's. We did the Mary Jane portion. It was the it was the fucking song on the fucking oh, radio. It was, it was Biggie. Biggie. It was Biggie. <laughs> yeah, Biggie. It was Biggie. And it he freaked like, us the fuck out. <laughs> he was like, fuck the. He's like, so fuck this and the motherfucking Pope. And then, he, but like, I was like, oh my god. And that was a big scare. Yo, I'm telling y'all, like, this scare literally hit, like, it, it hit the stomach. It wasn't like, <laughs> it wasn't like, oh, my God, cops. It was like, it was like one of those moments where, like, in movies, where it's like, and, like, everything just stops on you. 
Because, like, as I said, like, literally this entire, everything you're hearing now is harping back to the fact that, like, we just didn't have an open relationship with our parents. Yes, we have mommy and daddy issues. Uh, but, like, yeah, yeah. But it's, like, it all comes back to that. It literally all comes back to how, how different, like, those, how different those experiences would, would look now if we were able to talk to our parents about it. Like, like even like, keep it on the weed topic. Like, I had a long convo with my mom about a year ago now. Uh-huh. And I asked her, I was like, how different do you think? Because, okay, when we'd hit Palmdale, like the Arabs, it, it took over. It was an epidemic. It was, it was a, yeah, it, it spread and everybody was doing it. It took over. It it was wild. Like, everybody was doing it. Everybody was trying to hide that they were doing it. Everybody's parents were paranoid if they were doing it. Everybody was snitching on motherfuckers. Like, it was crazy. Yeah, it was crazy. Like, I'm not, like, I'm not even, like, it was crazy how, how it was. And, um... I asked my mom, I said, yo, how, how different do you think that time would have been if instead of telling us not to do it, you would have simply just asked us, why do we like to do it? Like, just switch that question. Don't do it. It's bad for you. It makes you dumb. It's stupid. You're stupid. Like, you know, all, instead of that, just asking us, Habibi, why? Why do you like to smoke? What does it do for you? <laughs> you know, like, well, ima- how is, different that would have been. Truth is, no matter what you tell them, don't matter. No, but I, that's what I mean, though. But I'm saying, like, imagine, though, like, if they were, because if they were open enough, like, like to ask how, then I'm pretty sure, like, mentally, they probably would have been a little bit more accepting of what it was. But that's what I mean. But, like, in total, uh, like, like yeah. if, if men, men, like, mentality-wise, instead of them automatically thinking, no, 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 no. I understand it's a drug, so parents are always going to say no. But if them would have just, why do you like to do it? Like, what's the what's the reason behind it? Like, why do you keep doing this? Like, why? What's the reason behind it? Let me let me know what's going on. I feel like that would have went a long way, and I think it would have. I don't think it would have stopped anybody from smoking because like weed is just something I think that everybody either likes it or you don't like it. And now it's legal, so now it's like do it. Who cares? Like, do it if you want to do it. But like, I think it would have stopped a lot of people from moving on to other things. You feel me? Yeah, and then and then like you're putting them down and shit, mm-hmm. and then like you're talking shit about their lifestyle or whatever they're having, you know, making you saying making you dumb. So what are they gonna do as soon as you're done telling them? Mm-hmm. You know, spark up another bowl and shit, like you know. Yeah. Like, yeah. So. Like, but I look at it, now how a lot of parents are like completely okay with their kids smoking, and the kids will just go in the garage or anything, and they'll just smoke, and like they have a great relationship with their parents. That could have happened back then. You feel me? Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, imagine, imagine, like how much, how, imagine how, not close, but imagine the lost memories that have occurred because of how they, our parents would have reacted to certain situations. If they would have been a little bit more open to speak to us about what was going on and stuff, rather than just like shunning it like right away. Like that's I think about that shit all the time, bro. Like all the time I think about that. Yeah, same, same, bro. Like that, cause that, that's that's what we all ultimately wanted, bro. Like we, like we, like we're we're in the U.S., man. You know, like our parents, bro. Like they, it's a big transition. It's a it's a cultural change. It's a um a culture shock. You know, it was a whole True. different yeah. type of mentality as well, man. Like you know, and and it sucks too, cause like we're kind of like the guinea pigs and all this. So like we had to like kind of figure it out you know and then i think that why a lot of the parents are cool with it now is because for a lot of people it was just weed mm-hmm. true that is very a true. lot of people like they saw like other people that went down like worse paths yeah and then you know they're like okay like you know what fuck it like he smokes weed and he fucking eats ice cream like or he mixes yeah. his fucking cereal you know big yeah. fucking deal like you know he's home he's here he's cognizant he's working he's doing his shit like we could overlook this, you know? Yeah, man. That's... 
Because we would like, when we would get caught for shit as a kid and like our parents would get mad at us, like we were like low key, like our parents were kind of like not easy because they were mad and we knew they were mad, but it was rare that we got like official. I won't, well, no, we got grounded a lot too, actually. Yeah, we had like certain privileges taken. Yeah, and... that's true. We got grounded a lot um, back when all that kind of like popped off. Once we started driving, though, it got a little bit harder. As long as we could like get out before the shit got too heated, like <laughs> you know, like, we're, we're able just to kind of like bounce out and like like dip. Cause I remember I would get in like arguments with my parents, and like I would just hop in my car and just dip and just do anything. Like I'll go smoke a stove, I'll go, like just go sit in the parking lot and just like put, like bro, let me not like like uh, like Palmdo, cause like let, let me show you how like there's really nothing to do. And I get it, like maybe out here, I can never really know how it is to grow up out here, like I, where I live now, outside of Palmdale, like I would never really know because I didn't. Like no matter how uh-huh. long I live in a different city, if I can never experience like the age group during that time, like you're never really going to know how it is. Um, yeah, very true. But in Palmdale, like meeting up in a parking lot, and I'm not even lying with y'all, sitting in that parking lot until two o'clock in the morning was a complete norm in Palmdale. Parking lot pimping. Parking lot pimping. It. it was completely normal. And I mean like, I don't even mean like, oh, let's just like, 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 I mean like, yo, like we would have some of the deepest, some of the best fun, um, craziest, like heartbreaking conversations you could think of in a parking lot. And people were falling in love. People yeah. were getting broken up with. Meeting, people would meet in parking lots, relationships sparked out of like parking lot pimping. Like it was, it's crazy how, how popular. At one point there was two spots. We had two spots, but one spot was for sure. It was called the AVA spot and it was on the side of the movie theater. Oh yeah, that was the best spot. Like right it, we would kick it there, we would chill there. Like we did everything. I love that spot. We had parking yeah. spots assigned. Yeah, to we had parking spots assigned. Yeah, like we did. <laughs> but it's like that's how Palmdale was. Like we would all get together, and we would chill, and that's what it was. Whoever smoked weed would pull out the weed, and they would start smoking. Whoever smoked cigarettes pull out the cigarettes, start smoking, and it was just all of us sitting down chilling, like literally just shooting the shit. Like it was almost like. It was almost like we had two identities, bro. It was like during the day we did our shit, like whether it was school, whether it was females, whether it was like our other friends. And but we all that core group we had met up at night and we would just fucking tell each other about the day we had. That's that's what it was, bro. That's what I'm talking like about that camaraderie, bro. Yeah, like we just man. we spent genuine time with each other, bro. Like doing nothing. Yeah. Like it's like, all right, you're not doing nothing. I'm not doing nothing. Fucking hang out. Have a great time. Yeah. Like you know? it takes a lot. I've noticed a lot of bonding. And a lot of years to to forge a relationship with someone to where like you cannot see them or talk to them for literally 10 years. And when you see them like there is nothing but happiness to see them. And it's not like, oh, hey, what's up? It's not awkward. It's just like, oh, what's up? Like there's certain one of our homies like like from that from like that pond, like back in those days where I haven't seen or talked to bro in God knows how long. But if I were to see them, it would be like it was yesterday. Exactly. Like that's just it is, exactly. how, it is how it is. Like that's just how. But. It's not because we're all cool or like we're all super close. It's more of like we both have an understanding. Like no matter what happened, this you know like you fucking knew me my whole life. Yeah, you know yeah. What I mean? We grew like, up together. We went through certain shit, bro. Like he's seen how I'm raised. He you know I know how he's raised. Yeah. Like, like so, he knows so, my family. Like he saw my family go through this. He was with me through this. Yeah. Like we all hung out during it. Like it, it's a lot of bonding that we did, man. Or like during, during, yo, during <clears throat> to all our to all our Muslim brothers and sisters out there. Like, like be excited for Ramadan. Like especially if you're young. Yeah, you especially if you're young, man. I'm telling you, like, if you're young and you have a good mosque community, 
Like you're able to go to the mosque, and I like I, I don't want to alienate any other the, the viewers, but maybe this is a way for you to even look inside of like like how it is growing up like Islamically in the states and just being a normal person. Like it's not you know what I mean. Like like that is fun, man. Like kids go to the mosque. You know what we do at the mosque? We play basketball until our our we can't shoot a ball anymore. Like we get the best yeah, exercise we ever get. We play soccer until like our shoes are falling off. That's facts, bro. That's you facts. know. You know what I'm saying? Like we 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 come together and we pray. We have we eat in in groups of fifty or sixty, sitting at a table, bro, asking everybody how they're doing. You know, like you learn to let the elderly, you learn to help elderly, you learn to let the like 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 to, like to, to you learn at the mosque. What I learned at the mosque was a lot of people. There's a misconception where like people think that like Islam like treats women bad. Like you know how like it's like oh well like they degrade their women. And like I don't know if you guys ever seen the show Rami on Hulu. Very good show. Very good show. And he said there was it was in the first episode, and he said, um, or not the first episode. His uncle said it in one of the episodes, and he said, um, "We don't, we're not overprotective." I can't remember the exact wording, but I'm gonna. He said, "We're not overprotective of women because we don't trust them. We're overprotective of women because we don't trust men." Yeah. And growing up in the mosque and seeing the guys and the girls grow up and seeing different routes in life they took and seeing certain ones go certain ways, it made me realize like that's facts right there. Like they're not strict on them because they don't trust them. It's because they really don't trust the guy. And for the most part, when the girl would fall for the guy's trick, it they would fall for the guy's trick. Yeah, and then that is a life lesson to be learned in it. Yeah. Like, it was yeah, not but I learned all of that by going to the mosque in Ramadan, like going to the night of power, all that stuff. And so like, I love Ramadan. Like I get, I get stressed out from the fasting because the fasting is no joke. Like, I don't care what anyone says, like try it for a couple of days. And like, it, it, it is quite difficult. Um, but man, when I was a kid, when my mom would be like, Oh, Ramadan starts next week. Oh man. I was jumping for joy. I knew every weekend I was chilling. Man, not even the weekend, bro. Like at night, like at night. Yeah. At night. Yeah. At night. We all mean, we all doing our shit weekend for sure. If there's no school or if we're off at the time, bro, like all weekend long, we're hanging out even during the day, man. Yeah. That's what, that's when we have like some of our best times. Me yeah. and you, bro, like yeah, we'll experiences, <laughs> bro. Like <laughs> watch Iron Man one, two, three and shit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> we, we'd be so bored fasting that we would go to uh best buy. And like back then Best Buy had it to where like there was like chairs and shit in like this movie area and there were like these lazy boys and like we would dead ass like whip out the lazy boys and sit through an entire Iron Man movie inside of Best Buy. And then after that we'll go to like one of each other's houses for like ten hours left. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you go to sleep, wake, yeah, up. wake up. Yeah, go you know, mosque. still got time. Like, damn, like we still you know, like Yeah, it's 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 good times, it man. Fun, like this is where we learned a lot and and then, like you said, we saw d different paths and people took and, yeah, and, you know, and results of saying don't hang out with this. You know, like now, you know, like people are finding it hard to like even, you know, be with the same, you know, culture and stuff like that when it comes to like marriage or whatever have yeah. you, you know, it makes oh, things yeah. awkward, you know, because it sucks. Yeah, because it sucks because now like you're, you know, like you, you couldn't talk to someone, you know, because it's not allowed allowed to talk to boys or something you know yeah and then you know it's just like sucks because you're in the same community you grew up together and whatever have you and you can't have that opportunity just because the closed-mindedness and old yeah. school mentality you know, that 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 always bugged me this goes out to any any culture that like for some reason like that like stops your kids from talking to each other when they're at a, a younger teenage age because like you don't want them to you know they don't want us to do anything bad but you got to understand something 
growing up, I, th- I think this is I think this is the reason why a lot of my friends and a lot of people I know personally, especially from that, especially from our crew, right, uh-huh. have married outside of the culture. Oh, I think all of us are married. I, th- I, I think, I, think I don't think there's anyone that's 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 double right now, right? Yeah. And yeah. this is the reason why our entire life as kids, like, please, parents, stop doing this shit. Like, our entire life, we're told to stay away from the type of female that you want us to marry at the end of the day. But yet, as we're growing up and we're supposed to be forging these relationships, because you have to realize, guys and girls, they learn from each other. Like, we learn from interacting with them. So if we were able to interact with girls on the same level as us, the same being raised with us, like, I feel like it would have benefited both of, like, the guy and the girl. But because we were both raised to stay away from each other, I feel like that's, that's exactly why, what we did. and that's exactly what we did. And even on the girl side, bro, like I know a lot of the girls we grew up with, um, in those in those situations that like they're it's it's like they're they're struggling right now to find love, but not because they're not good people, because they are good people, but it's because at now at the age of 21, 22, 20, or in your twenties and your late twenties, you're being asked to find a partner for life that you were told to stay away from your entire life. And it's like, yeah, it's like your whole life until like you're age 25, like you're saying, like you're told like to stay away from girls, for example. Yeah. And it's like you hit age 25. Oh, you're not. Not like, even girls, bro. Middle Eastern girls. Like we were told to stay away from our culture. We were told to stay away from girls that share the same beliefs. Like we were told by our parents and their parents. And when we would make the attempt, instead of the parents being like, let me see if this kid's actually a good kid. No, I don't want them talking. So it's like, that's what I'm saying by like, now it's it's crazy to see how that type of mentality is affected. Think about it this way. When you tell someone, see the Middle Eastern, this is what they didn't realize. Our parents, when they came out here, this is what they didn't realize. Back home, back where they're from, them telling not to talk to girls and boys, that worked because they had no other cultures around them to influence them. So regardless of being told not to talk to anybody, they're going to end up with someone just like that. They're going to end up with someone that fits the mold that they were raised to end up with, right? Uh huh. We uh-huh. didn't have that though. We were told not to hang out with that mold. So what did we do? We fucking branched out and started dating every other culture out there because we were accepted. Like we, the parents accepted us. Like we didn't. It wasn't a big hassle. It wasn't. It wasn't any drama. We could call their house at six p.m. You feel me? Like it wasn't like anything like big on that. <laughs> Straight but up. But then, like, up. yeah, when you when we get married and when we're getting older, we get married and like a lot of parents are like, oh no, you need to find a Middle Eastern girl with the same values so that later in life, you know, you don't have problems. But it's like, yo, my whole life, you told me not to talk to these females. Like literally, yeah. like I tried, I tried, and y'all y'all shunned me for that shit. Like you know what I mean? Like, bro, you've been through experiences too where like you you were truthfully truthfully like genuinely interested in people and you were looking for something that you know, I'll, like i remember you even making a promise like it just give me a chance and we'll get married you know what i mean like you would even say yeah, those type of things yeah yeah and what happened up, you got scolded for it like people was like they would contact your parents and your parents like it, it was it made no sense bro it, it was a complete and i see the repercussions of that now where i was saying no it's where nobody has married the same like it no one does it because it's we were brought up not to do it yeah, bro. Like they have no interest in us. We have no interest. No interest in them, in them bro. It's crazy. And, and and like, okay. So like, I'm trying not to be too hypocritical about this because I have a daughter, right? Yeah. So it's like, like, if I see some like little boy coming to my my daughter and she's like, I'm definitely not cool with that, you yeah. know. But I'm not gonna be like, hey, don't hang out with the, like boys anymore. Mm-hmm. And you just gotta like, you gotta either tell like your parent like, hey, like just chill this role, like you know, 
or some mm-hmm. or whatever like you know there's a final there's a final you don't want to be too like you got to just let them live life at well the it's like time, this bro you know? if if our parents heard that we were walking around the mall with and let's say like, let's just say a girl of a different culture or a race this is where the conversation went hey rummy i heard you were walking with a girl i'm like oh yeah, yeah she's just a girl from school okay that's it yeah, yeah but very oh rummy i just got a call from Shukufa's parents and they, fucking, <laughs> and they fucking tell me that you took her out to eat when she was hungry and you fixed her knee when she fell you are fucking stupid I'm like wait a minute <laughs> like wait a fucking like, minute man, like, <laughs> but I'm not I'm not even exaggerating like that's literally how it fucking was and I don't I don't think the, our parents understood the repercussions it was gonna happen and I think they're seeing it now where we're just not the guys and the girls from our generation are just not interested in being with each other yeah, bro, and and yeah, I mean, not that there's anything wrong with going outside, you know. Like, no, nothing daughter, wrong. Like yeah. my daughter's mix and stuff yeah, like yeah. that, but yeah, yeah, but it's just interesting to see that, like you know, like no, like like the all the ammos, whatever. They're, oh, why are you not married? You know? Yeah. Okay, well, <laughs> like like what's up with your daughter? Or, or like we got, or we gotta get you like we gotta get you married. What's up with your daughter? Like oh yeah. like okay. How about your daughter? No, 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 not my daughter, but like, you know, there's someone out there for you. Like, you know? <laughs> yeah. like, come on, man. You well, know, I like... remember like even my lady, even my lady's family, like her mom's was like her mom and dad, I think when, when they first found out about me, like they were like, why? Like why? Because they're Hispanic. So they're like, why can't you like he doesn't speak the language? And they, they had like some big um, problems with it. And I remember telling my lady, I was like, I'm gonna tell you the same as I think I told my mom um, when she when she first told me, like, why don't you find like a good Arab girl? Right. And uh-huh. I told her, and I say, you left your country so that you can give your kids a better life than you had, right? You didn't want it to be as strict. You didn't want it to be as followed. You left your country, and you didn't go to a country that's filled with the same people. You literally went to a melting pot of different people. How can you expect us to to honor certain values and certain traditions when you took us to a society that doesn't value the same traditions? You know, so it's like, it's like, if you wanted to raise me this way, you should have not left. That's what I always tell them. If you were going to raise me the same exact way that you were raised, why did you leave? What was the point? You're not growing. You know what I mean? Like you're not growing. Like you're staying the same. You might as well have stayed in your country and been closer to your family. Why leave? And that's why I told my lady, I was like, that's how I told my parents. And she kind of started laughing. She's like, you're right though. Like, it's true. Like if you were going to raise me the same exact way you were raised, why the hell did you leave your country? Why'd you leave your family behind? Like why? Why is it you have to go visit them every couple months? You could have been living next door to them. Yeah, yeah. You came here for a change, like you know what I mean. Like you came here for something different. Like so, it's like. But I feel like a lot of our, our parents they lose that, and I think they kind of lose that value. And it, it, it takes it. They start to realize it. I think when we get older, and they start to see like the decisions we make, and like how we handle certain situations, and that's you know, us telling them that, like, I'm very open with my parents now. Like, I try to tell my parents everything and anything now. Like, I try not to hide anything from them. And that was, I was, that's why I was even able to tell them that. Like, yeah, like, y'all tripping over something that don't even affect you. Like, you don't have to wake up next to somebody every morning. I do. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Like, I'm not, like, I, like, I, like, any, any one of my friends who are getting married or, like, they're marrying outside, or even if they're marrying in the culture, like, I always tell them, don't just marry, don't, don't just be with this chick. Don't just marry this chick just because she's the same race as you. Because, yeah, like, man. like that shit fades, man. Like, marriage is for life. I don't think people realize that. Like, if you're 25 and you get married and you have a blessed life and you live to, like, 105, bruh, you're with the same person. Like, you got to make sure that you and that person really connect. It can't just be on, like, well, we're the same culture and same religion um, and, like, I really like her. 
But like, nah, bro, you gotta feel that shit. Like that, that it's a lot more than that. Yeah, you got. They gotta understand you. It's gotta be unconditional. It's gotta be, you know, it's it's, it's a contract. You know, like you. It, as much as I hate to say that, it's a contract mm -hmm. too. Like you know, you gotta fill it. You got your roles. You got your obligations. She got her roles. Her obligations. You know, and but like, that's not this. this Let's also give credit where credit's due. Like our parents work so fucking hard. Bro. Oh like, yeah, hundred you know, percent. Yeah, you know, like yeah. they 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 did like whatever they can. Like they're yeah. coming from a different time, and yeah. a whole different country. So it's like they can uh, they they couldn't predict like was. Oh the, yeah, no. You know, yeah. like like what the fuck is going on yeah. today? Now, like man, it's scary. Like even you know for like my like bro like when I graduated and shit like the generation after my shit or our shit because we graduated same time. Yeah. Like, um. They're smoking weed in class. They're hitting lines yeah, in class, bro. It's a like lot that different. shit is, you yeah, know, it's like different. the wildest person. The wildest person would be someone who came like faded or like or a little bus to 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 school. That would be like yeah. the craziest thing, you know. But Ugh. these fools are doing it in class with these vape pens and yeah, it's true. Whatever else, you know. And it's wild, bro. They got cell phones in class, bro. Like real cell phones, like smartphones, you know. Yeah. If we had that, bro, it's a wrap, yeah, out, bro. <laughs> <laughs> But, yeah, that's true. I didn't think about that. That's very true. Yeah. Yeah, like 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 a sheikh said, like you know, you can't they can't raise your kids like with the same mentality because it's just a different time period, man. Yeah, you know, it's just that's a true. different time period, yeah. bro. Different people, everything. You, like you that. know what? You know what? Put me in my parents' shoes. Like you know what? Like like I listened to it and it gave me chills to where like I for the first time in my entire life. I was able to think about like my dad when he made the decision to come here and like what he was thinking. And it was when back again to the show Rami on Hulu. Like I'm telling y'all, if you're not Arab or if you're Arab and you're, if you're Middle Eastern at all and you're Muslim especially and you haven't watched that show, like take the free two weeks, take it with the ads, just watch it. Cause I promise you, it's it, I've never seen a show nail like how it is to live in this country and being like first generation for Middle Eastern kids. Or Middle Eastern yeah, parents. They hit it on the head. Yeah. But there's, the there's an episode before he goes to Egypt where he's listening to the tapes that he sends back and forth to his dad. Uh-huh. And, like, he sends a tape to his dad letting him know how good he is. And then his dad sends back a tape saying, like, how depressed he is. Like, how mad he is he left. And then he sends another tape back. And, like, he's talking to his pops. And his pops was like, you're making a big mistake. Like, your kids aren't going to know who they are if they don't know the soil that they're from. You know, all this stuff. And, like, the dad wrote back and he was like, I know you're mad at me. But, like, I'm living my dream. Like, I'm living in America. I'm succeeding. Like, I'm living the dream I had as a kid. And I, that shit gave me chills, bro. Because all I was thinking about was like, yo, I have dreams. When I was a kid, I was dreaming of being, like, a fucking superhero. I was dreaming of being um, fucking, um, you know, a filmmaker, being an actor, being a singer. But, bro, like, our parents' situation, their dream was just to come to America. Like, that it yeah. fucking blew my mind, bro. Like, on, the, like on some bro, real bro, shit. But why, though? But why? Because that, that shit was so fucked up over there, yeah, bro. Yeah, man. War-ridden countries, bro. But that's what, like, like, it's crazy when you think about that, though. Like, that was their dream, bro. Like, their dream was to come to America, and they're living their dream. You feel me? Man, I'm, like, it's crazy. You know, it's crazy, bro. Like, now we, you know, like... For example, when they grew up, like maybe there wasn't food. Now we got fast food, bro. Like yeah, we're just throwing dude. food out, and it's just it's just different, bro. Like we we have access to so much. Even like technology, just within the past ten years, has mm -hmm. changed more than the past like thousand years or twenty yeah. years. Bro, know? I listen. I listen to people like 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 people will tell me stories of like their struggles, and everyone's struggle is different. And like I'm not downplaying anyone's like struggle. Um, because we all have different struggles in life. But like I'll hear certain things from certain people, and like. I'll be like, damn, like, 
people are are some people some people are built just naturally like i guess not as tough because like their stories won't even be as bad it would just be like oh i lost my job and then i had to go on unemployment and then i found this job and when i moved here i got lucky or like oh i stayed at an aunt's house i stayed at a cousin's house i did this and then like i'll listen to my dad's story and my dad's story starts with like yeah you know i came to the states um and i didn't speak english and i didn't bring enough cash for a taxi so i had to spend a night in the airport for four days (laughs) he fucking spent the night in the airport for four days the only food he had was like a two pound bag of pistachios that he brought from iran that was in his carry-on that's all he ate the only reason why someone picked him up was because when he got there he put some money in the the machine he called his school because it was the university of oklahoma he called Uh the university of oklahoma and was like he called he he didn't even know what to say he was just like i need someone that speaks farsi so they put him they transferred him to the farsi like fraternity Wow. And the fraternity was like, what's up, man? And he's like, oh, I'm here. He's like, oh, my God, we'll send someone. The The fraternity forgets, right? Oh, my God. Another guy hears about it and says, hey, wasn't there a guy that needs to be picked up? What happened to him? Why isn't he here? And the guy was like, oh, my God, I forgot to tell you. The guy that goes and picks up my dad, is uh, like, now he's my dad's best friend. Like, it's crazy how that even happens, right? Like, they yeah. met, and, and he goes and picks up my pops. And then from there, like, they go to school together. And they, they, but it's to think about, like, the fact that like I couldn't imagine being stuck in a foreign country with no funds, you don't speak a lick of the language, and your only food to produce is a bag of pistachios for four days, bro. Like I couldn't imagine. Like that would be a catastrophe for me. Like I don't even know if I'm strong enough to handle something like that. You feel me? Like that's the crazy part. And to think how like my dad did that shit with like now when he brings it up, he just fucking shoulder shrugs that shit. Like you know, like, he's just like, like he forgot it fast. You know? Yeah, he's like, oh yeah, yeah, this is what happened. I'm like, damn, bro. And then like come and you build your like you work for a amount of years, you save money, you build a business, you build a family, like from nothing. American dream. Nothing. Yeah, it literally is the definition of the American dream. And that's the shit I take for granted sometimes. Like when I'm com- like when I'm conversing with my parents, like like I I I try to look at that. And I lo- it makes me look at my parents in a different light. I might not be able to show it at all times, but I know I look at them in a different light because man, the things that our parents had to go through, bro, like Yeah, bro. That's why I try not to like to get to where they're at. It's in, like like you know shit. We, I strive to be half the man that my dad is, you yeah, know, for man. sure. Like, you know, like, there's some good people, you know. So it's like I can't – like, nobody's perfect at the end of the day. So, like, we can't put the blame on them, you know. Oh, yeah. They did, we, they, like, you know, no matter how much, like, you know, I want to be a good parent, no matter how much I explain to my daughter, she's going to get in trouble. She's going to make her mistakes yeah. and all that, you know. And it's all part of life. Yeah. It's, it's part of the experience. You just – like, you got to just – you can't. What I learned though, never say never. Never. Yeah, it's true. Got to keep an open yeah, mind about true. everything. Well, I also learned too. Like I, the only thing I would change, in regards to how I was raised to how I'm gonna raise my kids from what my parents did, is just the communication. But like the rules, the like how strict they were, how how lenient they were. I think those are all appropriate. I don't think that was like necessarily bad, um, especially compared to like now with the, what these high schoolers are doing. I feel like you got to be even a little bit more strict, but. Apart from that, I feel like my parents did a great, like they all, all of our parents did a fucking great job. Like the, literally the only thing I could think back of as kids that I wish there was more of was just a two way street. That's the only just thing. Open, yeah. Open line. Yeah, open, an open line. line. That's it. That's literally the only thing I could wish more of anything else, bro. I'm cool. And I, I'm going to raise my kids when I have them on the, on the same values that, that they brought me up on. Um, for that, like I like those values to me are good values. Like to be nice to people, like treat people the way you want to be treated, or even better, or you know, like just that 
don't know. I just feel like it's good. Yeah. I just think that just, just being really open with my kids, that's the number one thing. Like, I want to be able to just, I want them to just be able to come up to me and tell me, like, whatever they did. And, like, just know, I'm not going to yell. I'm not going to scream at you because that gets nowhere. But I just want to know what's going on in your life so that we can go through it together and I can help you and shit. Yeah, it's kind of like what our parents used to tell us. Like, um, I don't want to be the last one to know, you know? So just let yeah. me know. You keep me in the loop type thing. Here, I was like, yeah, I feel that. Final I question. Like, I feel that. Final question. Final uh-huh. question. Your kid comes up to you. Um, they're under they're underage, like 16. Let's say like 15, 16 years old. Um, uh-huh. And they want to start smoking and drinking. Fuck. What are you going to do? And you gotta put that down. You can't hit that right now because you are gonna get in trouble. You know. <laughs> so you think you th- you're gonna have like a more of like a like a is it? Do you think it's gonna be more for you based on age or based on maturity? Oh, it's more based on legal because like you know as, as far as like age is like okay. So there's two things that could happen in this yeah. situation. Okay, it's like okay, I let them smoke. They're under age, so they pick it up. They get caught with it. They're in trouble. Mm-hmm. Another route is I pick it up for them. I let them smoke. I get in trouble. <laughs> well, no. This is what I mean it by. Because technically when we were doing it, we were younger. We were underage as well. What I mean uh, by this is if you're if you're a kid, because you have an open line. And let's say your kid approaches you and says, yo, I'm 16, 17 years old. And they're like, hey, I've been smoking weed for the past couple months and I really enjoy it. And I don't want to hide it from you anymore because I want to be able not to smoke freely, but I don't want to have to feel like I'm I'm doing something behind your back. That's what I mean by like how would you handle that's I'll be like, first of all, I'll tell him, like, you know, thank you for telling me. Honestly, that's what mm-hmm. I'll say. Like, thank you for telling me. Thank you for trusting me. Yeah. You know, I appreciate that. I don't approve of it. Mm-hmm. I need you, if you're going to be handling this type of shit, you need to be careful. Yeah. You um, don't. I'll give them rules. Like, yeah. like honestly, I'll be like, you want to smoke it? Like, you can't buy it. Like, you can't yeah. have it. Like, you know, if, if someone else brings it or, like, you bring it to the house or something, like, that's different, I guess. I don't know. Like, mm-hmm. the, it, I don't, honestly, I wouldn't want to, like, as much as like I wouldn't care that they're smoking so much, but it's just like, like what's the worst thing about weed, is having it, getting caught with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. That that's the thing. That's my whole mentality. Yeah. So it's like I don't want them to deal with it just because just them possessing it opens the doors for so much worse things. Yeah. You know, honestly, I I think if my kid approached me and they told me they were smoking, I would want my kid to be a pothead over a drinker. Like if my kid, if, sure. I, if I have sure. kids and they never take a drink of alcohol, I'd be fine with that. If they smoke, I'd be fine with that too. If they were underage, um, it would be, it would be like, I think I would ask my kid this. I would be like, let me ask you this straight up. I'm going to ask you straight up right now. If I tell you no, are you going to try and go behind my back and do it? No, I'm not going to, I'm not going to do anything to you. I just want to know because if, if you're going to do that, then we need to have a discussion because I don't want you to get in trouble. But if, if I tell you no and you're truly going to respect my wishes and just wait till you're legal and do it, then we're cool. Like, don't worry about it. You had fun when you tried it. I'm happy you're safe. But if you're just yeah. going to, if I'm going to tell you no and you're just going to go behind my back and do it, like, just be honest with me and let me know you're going to disrespect me because I rather, I rather know now so we can find some type of alternative because I don't want you to throw your life away from carrying some under, some, some illegal like shit on you when you're underage. So I think that's how yeah, I would exactly. handle it. I would kind of be like, I would want to know where he's getting it, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. A lot of different Or, like, if they're, like, I've been doing it for, like, a year now. Like, I like it. Like, I'm not, like, yeah, like, Dad, I'm not going to stop. Like, I would think I would probably take a turn where it's, like, well, yeah, like, how are you How are you getting it in the first place? Um, Like, like, like oh, I've been taking it from yours. Like, oh, shit. Like, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> imagine. Like, like, <laughs> that, I wouldn't. I would be mad, but I wouldn't be as mad, I guess. Like, yeah, because at least you know okay. it's coming from a place of safety. Yeah, and then I'd be like, okay, then I could kind of change like the combo a little because bit. Because we like, got lucky when we were when we were kids. Like the people that sold the weed were like the closest people we fucking knew. 
We just ripped them like, off. Like, yeah, we never, we never actually picked up or bought anything from a no name. Like, we knew everyone. Yeah, so it's just like being passed around. It's yeah, in the group. It, it was already yeah. in the group. Like, whether it's whether it was like our really close homies that sold weed for as long as I can remember, or if it was like a random new homie that we met, like, 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 but like we knew for a long time. Like, but it was always just someone we had some type of relationship with already. Um, that was selling. Like, we never met with a random. Not that I think about like ever. It was too sketchy back in those days. Yeah, bro. it was sketchy like, back in those days. It's true. If you ever get a call from a restricted number asking you for weed, it was like a big no-no. Yeah, that's true. Back then, it was it was a little too sketchy to do that. Too much, too much shit was popping off back then. Yeah, and especially if they want weight, you know. But oh, I know that shit was. That fun. was like that. That was like the five on it days, you know. <laughs> what was the price? Like, explain to me, because you smoked a lot, like back then, a lot more than I did. So I can't remember what was the price back then. Like, what are the like like how much was a gram back then? Wasn't a gram twenty bucks? Like, bro, like twenty five, thirty bucks, yeah. Like okay, because it was twenty five thirty bucks for. But if I'm not mistaken, if I remember correctly, you guys wouldn't roll like gram blunts back then. Um, I'm I'm talking. I'm not talking like 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 like. I'm talking like your first two years, like first two three years of smoking, like back in in like a homie's red car when we sit there. Like I'm talking like really early in the game, like not yeah, later. Like I'm talking about really that early. That was yeah. famous for like the fucking point fivers. <laughs> Yeah, because I was thinking, bro. I was thinking about that, and I'm like, I remember like when y'all would buy, and it would be a a gram. I I remember that gram would last you guys a blunt or two. Like it was never a full. It wasn't until er, like later. It was it was prices were dropping. Like yeah, like when we first started smoking, bro, like sixty and eighth. Yeah, damn. You know, sixty eighth from the street, like a hundred and ten a quarter. Yeah, it was expensive. Yeah, and then after that, like. Um, weed licenses came out, and then it's like twenty a gram. And then after that, now it's like ten a gram. <laughs> now and it ranges, yeah. It could be anywhere from like fifteen to ten to twenty five a gram, depending on what. Most most Ace right now, I think, range from like last time I saw was like forty five, fifty five dollars. Yeah, yeah, forty plus for sure. Yeah, forty plus for sure. But I was just, I always think about that, like back then, and also back then you could have got I don't, which I don't think they sell anymore, but you can't get chronic anywhere no more, huh? I don't think so, bro. And it's crazy, like, to think, like, how faded we used to get, like, back then. Like, <laughs> oh, some bullshit-ass, like, stems and shit, like, you know? Yeah, dude, you got the smoke sessions that used to go on in the car used to be in. And, bro, I, I, I want people to understand, like, like some, some of the smoke sessions that went on were not, like, I don't mean, like, oh. Like, I remember, like, I, I, <laughs> when I worked at a restaurant, I went to someone's crib, and they had a people over, and they're like, yeah, bro, we're going to have a fast smoke session, and it was, like, it was, like, two blunts, and I was fucking laughing. I'm like, bro, oh I've been in a room, where, I've literally been in a room where there's a hundred blunts, like, rolled and ready to go. <laughs> like, you know oh, what my I mean? God. That 40 blunt session. <laughs> yeah. Like, like yeah. you know what I mean? So, I just started laughing seeing that shit. It's crazy. We, weed has been, a, you know what, now to think about it, it's so crazy to think that weed has been a part of my life now for, like, at least 15 years. And it's just from friends and family, from everything. Like it's been something that's been consistent. Like it's crazy to see that, like how how much has changed now, and how now being a casual smoker is like the norm. Like I meet so many people that smoke. Like it's crazy how many people actually smoke, and it's crazy how many people won't fucking tell you that they smoke. But like when you get them like alone and you ask them, they're like, yeah, yeah, I'll be smoking. Yeah, I mean, yeah, nothing wrong with it, man. It's just it's like I said, like the it's a stigma behind it. Like the thing about getting caught, yeah. Yeah, it's getting better though now that it's legal. Uh huh. Certain regulations. Yeah. It changed a lot, just like everything else around us. Yeah. True. 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 Okay. All right, y'all. Look, Shada, do you have any 
closing statements. Man, go ahead. Follow your boy at all socials at Shaddy underscore Aftermath right now. And thanks for listening. I appreciate yep. y'all. Yep, yep. Okay. Thank you guys again for tuning in to the Is This Real Life podcast. Um, as you guys can see, a little disclaimer on the episodes, uh, we're trying different formats out for the show. Um, the original couple of shows you might have seen were very structured uh, versus this one. And I think the one before this has been just kind of like free roam, just free conversation. Um you know, please take a listen. Uh, if any feedback, I would love to know which format you guys prefer. I'm kind of flipping back and forth until I find one that's consistent. I really do like the way this show went, though. Like, I kind of like how we just kind of started talking. Yeah, like we just started talking and the conversation just kind of took over. Um, but yeah, let us know. Follow. Uh, we are available on a lot of different places now. But if you're seeing where Ooh, you're watching yeah. this, um, let me get that list out real quick. And also let us know which one you guys are listening to us on be very helpful yes that would be let's go here so now we are available we have the video version on youtube um this one does not have the webcam on it's simply just a blue screen i didn't think it mattered too much uh honestly i was a little, my hair was a little dirty and shattered for like cleaning up so i was like fuck it i'm just gonna film it <laughs> <laughs> uh but i didn't think it matters because it's a podcast on youtube so the cam you know until you know until we have like a studio where the cam can be on like both of us at all times not too much but um, we're available now on Google Podcasts. We're all available on Spotify. We are available on Breaker.audio. Uh, we're on Pocket Cast and Radio Republic currently. Uh, we're still in the process of getting on Stitcher Radio, and we're still in the process of getting on um, Apple iTunes. Uh, once those are completed, uh, go ahead and listen to our another podcast. We have a podcast called uh, High Five Gaming, where honestly, it's just it's a place where we can geek out about games. Um, this podcast is just a way for us to talk about anything we want to talk about, and then that one is more structured towards gaming only. Um, so we pretty much just talk about games on there. But anyway, thanks for listening, guys. Um, my name is Rami. Follow me on all the socials as well at Rami View. Follow Shadi all his socials at Shadi underscore Aftermath, and we will see you guys in the next one. Oh. Stay quarantined. Stay safe. Everybody out there, uh, I wish the best, and I pray for all everyone out there and their families. I hope everyone makes it through this whole thing that we're going through good. I mean. Uh, yeah, I mean, peace Amen. out. Man. I mean, man. Peace.